Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So Dwight, with everything that we've been talking about, this is a lot for you to keep track and keep, uh, basically create. How do you keep track of this and make sure that you have an easy and concise way to get everything, basically get your ducks in a row? Well, yeah. I mean, well... As you know, what I do for a living is actually strategic planning for mm-hmm. a Fortune 500 company. And, you know, I can't tell you which one it is here. But the thing is, what, I, what I've what i learned into that is I actually take that same sort of skill into my own game. And one of the things I learned actually was that I was missing a big component. Um, and by that, I mean this. So if you're thinking in terms of frameworks or strategy, um, you need to go from A to B to C to D. And what I realized is when I was taught how to be a game master, and by that I mean I just watched somebody else do it. I think that's almost how we all learn. No one really, you know, very few people actually get sat down and shown how to do this. Um, what I was realizing was I would get a handed a concept, even if it was in a pre-made book, I'd get handed a concept. And then somehow I was supposed to translate this into a three-hour gaming session like twice a week for a year or two years. More or less, yeah. Right. And, or longer, depending. But I mean, the point is, I was like, and there's a, there's, so I'm going from A to C. And I would get lost. And so what would end up happening, especially when I moved away from pre-made adventures and started building my own stuff, is I would have this great concept. And then six months in, I'm like, man, what did I want to, what's the story I wanted to tell? What was the action? What's all this, what's going on? And I would miss huge, absolutely huge chunks of stuff in between. Mm -hmm. And so I realized one day um, that I needed to figure out what B was. You need to find a way to link your stuff together. Exactly, exactly. And so I, you know, I spent a long time trying to figure it out. And I did finally land on an analogy that was very helpful to me. And um, I will just tell you a little bit about it here but before i do so you can actually get a full like i think it's maybe 12 15 minutes of me hashing through this entire thing if you go to skullrpg.com there's a link that says uh basically sign me up for this course it's a free course and you can just sign up for it on member vault and um basically just i just need your email address and then from there, you can get a, an 8 to 10 page workbook on this, as well as uh, me explaining this in depth. So I'm just going to kind of gloss over it because I've already created that resource for everybody. Mm-hmm. Again, you just got to go to SkullRPG for it. So uh, .com. So what triggered in my brain was I was watching a play. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that may not make a lot of sense to anybody. But one of the things that really stuck with me was that plays are broken down into acts and acts are broken down into scenes. And so the campaign was step A. So, sorry, the campaign was step A, but uh, that's the play. That's the big story I want to tell. And then the act was step B, and that was what I was missing. Mm -hmm. And then step C was the individual gaming session. Mm -hmm. And so once I realized that I needed to think in terms of acts and scenes... I was able to make the dots connect with one another. Yeah. And so, and again, that may not make a lot of sense. And that's why I really encourage you to go to the website and pick up the whole thing because I covered it in a lot more detail and I explained exactly my thought process. And I line it up with how you actually create a play. Mm-hmm. 
and how you actually create a book with conflict and and the climax and all Which of that. A lot of movies and t- TV shows have the same concept. They of all play, do. Act and scene. They all do. And and then each individual gaming session itself has to have uh, an entire play within it, where you have a definite middle, like a beginning and a middle and an end, and each one should have its own little climax. And so. What I ended up doing was creating a structure that basically takes what I did on the micro level to a, a medium-sized level mm-hmm. to a macro level. Yeah. And then, just so you're aware, you can take that macro level to like an uber macro level. Yeah. So what you could do with it, just to give you an idea, with this model that I have, you could um, – and this is – I talk about this actually in there too. But you could take this concept of uh, your players are playing – um, in the, let's say the stone age. Okay. And then they do whatever the conflict is and they resolve it. And then we have your players, kids or your players, grandchildren or grandchildren of somebody, not necessarily your players, but they're, they're playing three or four generations later. And you look at all the stuff that would have happened between, because of the player's actions in the first mm-hmm. one, and you start another thing of that. And you could keep doing this round, like, Era after era after era after era. So if you wanted, you could play in one world from the Stone Age through the modern era, through the height of the Industrial Revolution and the Technological Revolution and then what's coming after that, whatever you want to play. You don't have to base it on our world even. You could do it on a like a Cimmerillion mm-hmm. where you, you know, Cimmerillion is the history of the elves um, in Lord of the Rings, uh, you know, from J.R.R. Tolkien. And so you could literally play as elves and humans later on uh, through the entire thing, if you wanted, where, you know, they start off in the, in the undying lands, they come over, they populate what's soon to be known as middle earth through the first age. And then the second age, and then the third age, and each of those ages could have the huge epic conflicts that they already mm-hmm. do. So anyway, if you're still unclear, and I know I haven't been a hundred percent clear on exactly how the act works, I really encourage you to go check it out because I spent about 20 minutes doing the entire thing and unpacking the entire thing. Um, what I will give you is an act is just a larger version of a scene or a smaller version of a play. Mm-hmm. And it has a definite beginning, a middle, and an end. And it all drives conflict to the very last act, which is the resolution of said conflict. One of the things we could do in very small scale, since we have a little bit of time, is why don't we run through Lord of the Rings in a quick, very quick, rough and gritty play act scene? Okay, yeah. Um, so if you're thinking about Lord of the Rings as, uh, let's just talk about the movies. Makes life easier. Yes. Okay. Um, so in you could argue that each movie is each is each act. If you wanted to, you could then let's just not do that because that just seems like a way a cheap way out. Let's mm-hmm. actually just look at the first movie. In terms of that same thing. So in the first movie, you have uh, Act 1 is uh, Frodo finds out. Frodo and Gandalf discover what the ring really is. Yes. Act 2 is Frodo flees to Rivendell. Mm-hmm. Act 3 is the Council of Elrond. Act 4 is the um, the the Fellowship is sent out. And it would end uh, with the fellowship breaking or you Mm -hmm. could um, because that would make sense or you could break it in Moria 
with Gandalf's death and then pick it up again in another act with them, with the fellowship fully breaking with Boromir's death and two hobbits being kidnapped, two hobbits going on their own. And then the three non hobbits, um, pursuing the two kidnapped hobbits, which that's another good thing to bring up is you can, it's actually kind of nice to have your, your play on a cliffhanger because then now that's enough of an ending that your players might want more. Well, you're definitely, I mean, you're definitely going to want to see uh, the, the two towers if you've watched The Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. Fellowship of the Ring, because, like, what else are you going to do? I mean, you, you need to you need to know that stuff. So, like, what happened to Pippin and Mary? Yeah. Um, it, spoilers, they, they don't get killed by the, the orcs. But, I mean, they have a, a long and full life somewhere else and, and a lot more adventures. And so yep. that's what you tune in for. So, yeah, that's how... You can think of your larger story as a as a play with definite acts and different scenes inside of each of those acts that make up the act. Mm-hmm. So that's it. But yeah, again, for more on that, I uh, would love to have you, love to go through it with you. It's uh, SkullRPG.com. Check it out. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.